This episode of Small State Big Takes is brought to you by DraftKings. DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbooks apps, is officially live in Massachusetts. Don't bet with some out-of-town sportsbook. Bet local from the comfort of your own home with DraftKings. For a limited time, new customers who sign up with code SSBT will receive $200 in bonus bets instantly when you bet $5 or more on anything. DraftKings has the best features, including same-game parlays, player props, and more, with fast and easy payouts right at your fingertips. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. New customers who use code SSBT get $200 in bonus bets instantly when you place $5 bets on anything. That's code SSBT only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Hope is here. Call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org. Play it smart from the start with GameSense. Visit GameSenseMA.com. 21 plus, physically present in Massachusetts. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. Pre-launch offers, participants void. Terms at DraftKings.com slash MA. <laughs> you hear that intro, you know who's back, baby. It's the one true host. And the one thing I request right now is to turn the volume up all the way. We're turning up all the way because our brother in hand has returned. Not only has the one true host returned, Welcome back to Small State of Big Takes. This is episode 237, opening take for Stephen O. Scott. Lay it on me. Welcome back. What do you got? Oh my God. The one true host returns. And I'm bringing my boy, my brother, who I can't wait to welcome to this podcast once again. The great guest of our lifetime, my boy. Ed Hand, how you doing, my friend? Oh, God, I'm so happy to be back here at places where people give you the welcomes that you deserve. And I, I it's nice to be treated with that uh, that respect. I'm glad someone's doing it because uh, it doesn't happen on my own podcast ever. <laughs> and, uh, uh, how are you guys should... doing? It's been, when, when, when did I come on before? It was like uh, November, December last year. I when couldn't it... remember exactly when it was, uh, but a few months, you know, let's just say a few months ago. Yeah, we were like still in that like d- depressive period of like no- the Red Sox suck and nothing's happening. So, did they extend Devers yet? Um, I don't know. According, I don't know. You know, my my Facebook, um, not my Facebook, my Twitter hasn't been refreshed since uh, December last year, so it's not looking good. It's true. I don't know, but all I know is that when <laughs> we had you on last time, it was such a blast, and the conversation was flowing. I heard you're coming through tonight, and we had Gilly missing the, the tonight. He's got some personal stuff going on. We got Josh, uh, you know, newborn father. Uh, so you know, I heard Ed Hand is coming on. I'm like, yo, time to reemerge from the plumbing trenches to look <laughs> my boy Ed Hand right in the eyeball and say, "Welcome back to the Rhode Island podcast." Small statement, thanks, baby. So you've been watching these games or what, bro? What's what's going on? What's the? Uh... Oh yeah, man. I was actually at the game uh, yesterday. I mean, I guess. 
whatever this is coming out, was that the one that Whitlock pitched and it was like over in less than two hours? And I, which was probably good for me because I was like six years in at that point. Nice. Um, so I was, you know, I like had this crazy like hallucination that, um, um, Brian Brazier got a, got a save. He struck out Mike Trout. Um, it's definitely yeah. a hallucination. <laughs> yeah. What's because there's no way yeah, that's, like, yeah, no, I've been watching. How about you guys? Well, Ollie went to the game today, right? <laughs> Ollie, yeah. Ollie, uh... Uh, yeah, not to brag, but I've been to two games today, uh, this year. Not today. Uh, both games I've been to this year was either 25 degrees or uh, three-hour rain delay on Shohei Day. So uh, watching Shohei was very cool for the 30 minutes I got to. Don't get me wrong. Um, but uh, all around... Two, I'm 0 for 2 on fun times at Fenway Park this year. You know, big take, Ollie. I think you should have worn a rain jacket today. I, I don't know if it's... Uh, yeah. <laughs> to be fair, could I have personally improved the... Um, the wardrobe choice? The the experience. Could, could I have made it better on my end in both occasions? Sure. I underestimated the cold and the wind in, on opening day. That's fine. I'll wear that. Uh, today I checked the weather last night. It said 30% chance of rain at 1 PM. So I said, you know, there's a chance they get this game done in two, two and a half hours before the rain even gets there. Uh, <clears throat> I did not double check the rain this morning. Turns out there was a lot more rain coming from when I went to bed last night. Definitely did not dress appropriately, but at the same time, Whatever. Ollie, it's my whatever. question is, did you like look out your window in the morning and like notice the, yeah. the dark the dark cloud <laughs> approach? Or like no rain. <laughs> no no rain from where I left, but also from where I left is nowhere near what the weather is gonna be like uh where I end up. So that's true. Yeah. I got a, a question for you. Were you one of those shirtless guys in center field? Like I was not July? no. I had <laughs> the best seats I've ever had today. I was three rows up from like the Oh wow! Uh, incredible seats. My brother snagged. Um, so I was not up there, but I did spot them at the beginning. Uh, at the beginning of the rain, that first, a uh, second rain delay, I guess it was. Uh, I noticed there was like fifth. There's like a group of fifteen dudes out there without shirts on, obviously just shit face, right? Going crazy to the the rain delay dance music at the start of it, and I pointed out to my brother. I said, "Look at those." bozos out there having a grand time and when i came i went inside to get away from the rain you know got another couple beers or whatever came back outside and i shit you not there was 10 times the amount of people out there all of a sudden it went from 10 people to at least 150 people out there it was insane at that point you should have committed you were already wet your clothes were were soaked on the other side of the stadium to go for a little walkie walk, dude. Go, go, fucking, go get a little hot dog in right field, and then rip the shirt off and commit to the bill. Those those days are behind me. Were you too old for this, Ollie? Come on, too old, broken, wrinkled, whatever you want to call it. Oh, um, you're not washed up prime. Yet. For I'm not for, too old for that. For I mean, me, things like that. Oh, I'll I embarrass my that. whole family. It's fine. <laughs> There was a there was definitely someone's like uncle there for sure because he was having a fucking great time out there shirtless with 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 all of them. It was it was funny, dude. 
and they kept showing them. They kept having like dance offs between them and someone else, uh, you know, awesome. and and I don't know what started the shirtless trend. Oh, I do actually remember. Uh, they were doing a dance cam before the game, so the first rain delay, and uh, they were doing a dance off between a rather large gentleman. I'd say you know four hundred pounds or so. Great guy. Seemed like he was having a great time, and at one point to end the dance cam, he just took a shirt off, and I think that uh. I think that sparked a little creativity out there in center field for the for the next rain delay. Um, so yeah, that that was a it was a <clears throat> excuse me, um, Shohei Otani, definitely freaking nature. Tristan Casas a lot bigger than people give him credit for. That guy is just a, a tree, and um, I don't know if I can go back to like getting below average seats ever again because like you experience. It's kind of like flying with like extra leg room or first class. It's like once you do something like that, you like you become a snob and you can't go back. So I'm I'm afraid I might have fallen into that category. Like I need field box or bust at Fenway. I mean, would you it's kind of like would you rather go to like 10 like games with bleacher seats in a season or like two where you just have really crazy good seats? And I'd probably go with the two. Uh yeah. I think they actually have a cushion on it, you know, for for your ass, which definitely oh comes in handy. They cool. it's a little it's a little tight. Don't get me wrong, but every it's tight everywhere in there. So whatever. Yeah, it was built in like 1912. It's like designed yeah. for people half our size when like polio was still a thing. Right, like these people live to 45. They don't. They're not expecting us. They wouldn't even real. <laughs> Helen, <laughs> Helen Keller. But I agree. Never you know? happened. <laughs> Never happened. For the uh the vibes you get down there as well, it's just like yeah, uh, I'm unfortunately I'm probably gonna be a sneak snob now. Hey, speaking of really nice seats, shout out to Ed Hand here. Woo socks, wonderful seating arrangement there, comfortable Everywhere. for big asses like my own. It was completely a wonderful experience the other night, even though they lost fifteen to nothing when I went. But yo, Ed, <laughs> oh you were at that one, okay? That oh, one. complete smackdown. Oh, I just want to tell you guys too. As Jorge Alfaro's biggest fan, formerly, I'm not a big fan anymore. He's kind of a jerk. Like, I confessed my love for the dude, like, from me to, like, this wall away. And uh, dude was, like, not having it. Gave me a very dirty look. Wasn't very <laughs> nice. He was like, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I don't know what I did wrong. I don't know if he wasn't feeling my vibe or what. Ryan Fitzgerald, cool as shit. Uh Fitzy's awesome with fans. Like, he's so good with the fans. He's just, like, a good guy. Seems cool as shit. Ronaldo Hernandez, love him. Can I tell you something about Alfaro, though, that I I personally find really funny? Yes. Um, So I've got a press pass for this year, um, and I haven't been to a ton of games there yet, but I've been to enough that, like, I've kind of gotten a vibe for the clubhouse and everything, and I have not once since I've been there seen Jorge Alfaro wear a shirt. The guy just he's just in a towel with his hair like his hair up in like a man bun, no shirt, just a shitload of tattoos. Really does look like Jason Momoa, but um, oh, now Steve, yeah, no, I've not seen, I've not seen him with a shirt yet. And How's to be physique? fair, if yeah, like if you look like him, if I look like him, I don't think I'd wear a shirt either. I think I might come out to the game not wearing a shirt. So maybe like, his it vibe makes, it makes is sense, just, but it, yeah, maybe he maybe he is just channeling Aquaman and he feels like he has like some duty to the ocean and he's like, doesn't have any thought to, you know, bond with a 29 year old fan in the crowd. You know what I mean? I, maybe I'll forgive him. 
I think that you might need him to like save your life for that to happen. So like if there's like um, a body of water there, maybe fall into it and be like, I mean, I'm not saying actually like drown, but no, make I think, him I will. think yeah. you are. Yeah. No, maybe I'll drown and then maybe he can like bring me back. Is that an Aquaman? <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm going to be honest with you. I haven't seen any of those movies. What does Aquaman do? Um, um talk to fish i mean he's he's pretty he's pretty hot that's all i know about him like honestly <laughs> yeah of all the superheroes who would you want to look like i would want to look like him i think yeah oh no definitely him or like um i'm trying to think if there's like any marvel i mean maybe chris evans maybe chris Ev- yeah yeah he's cool yeah but yeah. Mo is more like it, 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 you're like cal drogo it just like yeah. i think I think I think that that's got to be the winner, but no. Where were you sitting at um, for Worcester? Oh, I was actually sitting very similar to how Oliver was sitting, like right on the first baseline near the catcher area, like three oh, rows hell back. Yeah, that's and uh, I got nineteen dollars tickets. My sister and I went. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, no, let's see there. You can sit on the wall for like twenty bucks too. Like it's just like any and every seat there is going to be good. Um, did you get any food there? I didn't. I got a couple. Um, Polar seltzer, like the um, the alcoholic ones, wonderful. But what would what would you suggest as, as a food thing there yourself? Oh and, gosh. And I also, really... can you Ed? Can you please um also like give a pitch to Oliver and also the other haters of the Woo Sox that won't give it a chance because it's actually why won't fun. they give it a chance? Because we're we're seltzer. Oh Rhode right, because you're. God, like that's such a tough like because I get that I was a big Spinners fan and I'm never going to accept like that, that there isn't a Spinners team there now. Um, so I I do get that. Um, but it's a really nice stadium. It's like nicer than some of the major league stadiums I've been to. I have and... never heard a bad thing. Like not one person that's ever went has been like, "Wow, that place was brutal." Every it's, person it's, said yeah. it's fucking incredible. Yeah, like you can, they have like Adirondack chairs in like the left field, um, like green area, and it's like standard remotely. But if you get there just like a little bit early, it's like eight bucks, and you're just sitting in, in like the left, like in left field, and it's awesome. Um, the players are pretty interactive with like the kids there. Like I saw a couple of years ago, I saw Greg Allen playing catch with some kids. This was before he was even with the Woo Sox, and like I don't know, when I was like ten, if a player was like play, play catch with me, like it would make my absolute year. Uh, Frangie used to do that a lot too. Um. The train goes by it sometimes. Uh, Johan Miesis hit a home run off the train. That was really cool. Can you <laughs> imagine like just being on a, like, an Amtrak train and like something like <laughs> slams into the side of it? You look over, you see the yeah, guy no, was like it's... Vlad Jr. You're like, holy shit, Johan. Yeah, so no, he did though. He was he was Vladdy's stunt double. Like I'm convinced. Like you know, like um that scene in Spaceballs where it's like, you idiots, you captured their stunt doubles. Yes, it's like you you say, you didn't sign Vladdy Jr. It was just, that was that was the Asus. <laughs> oh, that's a pull. A lot of people won't get Spaceballs. I haven't seen that in a while. That's a great flip. Oh, uh, that's it's the only classic. John Candy movie I had seen until last week. Uh but no, the food there is really good. Um, that's the other thing. Like, I like the barbecue place there a lot. Um, okay, I haven't been there. Like, it's sort of near where you were sitting. Like, if you go up to the wall, it's like right, right to the right of the wall. Okay. Um, but yeah, they're, like they're they're actually it's like actually pretty solid barbecue. Um, and they do this thing that I like where it's like there's like a rotating spot where it's a different local like Worcester restaurant. So you get like like I've had like um like uh, uh like. Korean fried chicken there before, like ramen or stuff like that. They'll nice. usually have that's a cool. Different, a lot of Asian places, but um, yeah, no, just it's just such a good good place to 
go. Like it's just, you're very, it's very, you're very close to the action and a lot, most of like, at least this year, like half the team played in the majors at some point. Yep. So you get to see some pretty, some pretty decent guys. You can, you know, see some guys rehabbing. Uh, yeah, no, just highly, highly recommended. I'm glad, I'm glad you got to, was that your first time there, Steve? No, I've been, I went twice last year and had a blast. Um, it rained the first time I ever went. And then second time I had a blast, um, yeah, every time I've been there though, it's it's like it's always like a positive vibe and, and a great experience. I I'm not familiar with Worcester, like I was never at all prior to that the Sox moving there, and I was very skeptical. I was a massive Paw Sox fan. Shout out to Gilly. Oh, yeah. Gilly, Gilly and I went to a lot of games, and Gilly is a well, is another refuser of of the Woo Sox, massive hater. Um, and and Josh is too. And Oliver, I'm the only Woo Sox guy that will, like that. Like I feel like I crossed the picket line out of small state big things. And you know what? Yeah, like yeah. it's it's okay to me because I like <laughs> I had to go there mentally where I was like, dude, I can't deny myself baseball, man. I fucking like I inject this shit into my veins. And when, when you go to the game, it's like the, the vibes are great. The the stadium's awesome. The food's sweet. It's like, dude, I just want to experience fucking more baseball. And this place is like wonderful i love it i love the i love uh polar park it's, it's i dope. will tell you if if josh had been up here the past two years i could almost guarantee you he would have caved by now josh would cave yeah no doubt i think no he doubt. definitely would have caved by now for sure yeah you've been to oh. oh god i'm going to there i'm going to a yard goats game in may uh when they're playing portland so i'm looking forward to that oh yeah have you been? I've heard, the, I've heard the Dunkin' Donuts I, Stadium is really good too. No, and honestly, like, I'm not that interested in going to Hartford. But if there's a squad that like we squad up and go one day, I I can be convinced. But other than that, like, I'm not just gonna go to Hartford for no reason than to watch. We should do it this summer. Game, respectfully to the Yard Ghost because they have a great social media account and uh, a great logo, just great mascot at Yard Ghost. In- incredible. Yard goats, man. I, I remember been... seeing. It, oh, yeah, I remember man. seeing. It wasn't the yard goats at the time, but I went to like baseball camp by like in Bristol, where like ESPN was one year, and they took us to like a Rock Cats game. And I think that they—that's the team that ended up becoming the, uh, the, um, the yard goats, which is just a better name. It is a little weird though, aren't they? Like the Rockies farm team. Like why? Yeah, why is Rockies. the Rockies farm yeah. team in like or in like Hartford? That doesn't make any sense. Hey, a lot of these teams. And I shouldn't say a lot, but there are some teams that just makes no sense, like geographically, why their farm teams are across the entire country. It's Can I tell you my dream? Can I tell you my dream for the Red Sox farm system? And it's that someday, and no offense to Greenville, no offense to Salem, but they're nowhere near where the Red Sox are. I would love for Pawtucket to get like a high A team and Salem and, um, like, you know, like Greenville moves there and then Salem moves to Lowell and they're all in this area. The furthest one away is like Portland. Like that, that sounds perfect to me. That'd be sick. You ever been to, to Portland? Like for the. Oh yeah. Yeah. I go a couple times. I try to go a couple times a year there. I really like, uh, I really like it out there. Um, they have like the wall and they just, like everybody's just having a good time. It's right next to where the, um, uh, the Red Claws play there, like right next door to them too. So like, I went to a Red Claws I, game last winter. And had a t- like the biggest blast at a basketball game I've had. Like, it was, you ever go to those games, dude? I wanted to um, when Taco Fall was there, and yep. it was sold out when I was in town. <laughs> and I was just like, I'm not like you could do that thing where like you buy it like through Ace tickets or something, but it's like eighty bucks for like a minor league basketball game. Yeah, and I'm, no. like, I'm not, I'm not doing that. Like, I don't want to see Taco that bad. Like, right. 
I think I paid like fifteen a piece for mine, and like oh, that's 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 great. That that is the beauty of minor league sports. So dope. And it, you know who was playing? It was uh, uh, it was Langelo Ball was playing against him, and it was, I think Denzel Valentine was there, um, uh, Luke Cornett was there. Those are like real players. Like it's yeah. not like it's just you know you like that's one of the things with indie ball that can be frustrating is like you know like I've never heard of any of these guys. Like some of them maybe played like a couple of years of college, but like is it that impressive? No, when you've got like actual professional guys like that, it's 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 usually a pretty good show. Right. I love it. I don't care what the sport is. I'll fucking go see it. What you, did what you know that there's a for? did you know that there's a Stephen Scott on the Sea Dogs right now? Oh, buddy, does he know? <laughs> Do I know? He knew that he, the second he got drafted. But do you know what his uh, nickname was? Uh, he was part of a, a, a tag team. Uh, his best friend, Big Joe Davis, who has uh, who retired recently, they went. Uh, they referred to themselves as the Meatball Gang. Oh fuck yeah! Oh my god! And they that. lived. They lived in a trailer together. Um, I forget which one was on which uh, bunk, but they would like make their own like beef jerky and barbecue sauces and like host barbecues and stuff. Uh, oh. Just like be like be like best friends. But yeah, they refer to themselves as the meatball gang. Now, have um, you met him yet? Have you met Steven Scott? Uh, no, no. I um I have access to the players at AAA, but I also like don't. I don't like being like that guy that's just like walking like just like randomly walking up to people and being like hey man how you doing like like they're at work i'm at work if it comes up organically then sure but i i, I don't like being that guy i got you um i also just have a i'm really bad with people's faces like um mm. i met i'd done an interview with brandon walter during the off season and i recognized him because he had like red hair so i was like hey what's up everybody else like including people that i'd like you know talk to for like an hour two hours I'm really bad with faces. That was my takeaway from like my first day there. Like I, I talked a little bit to Ryan Sheriff, but I wouldn't have known who he was if like other people hadn't pointed him out to me. Right. I'm the same way. Yeah, I'm also really bad with jersey numbers. Oh god, yeah, same. Like I do you guys so this is something that was coming up during the off season. Like, you know how Justin Turner took number two and that was Andrew Bogart's number? Do you guys feel strongly about what numbers the players wear? Because I it, it's not something that I really ever think about, but then people get really upset about it sometimes. Um, not usually, but I think there are a couple instances like personally. I would have liked to waited to see some like I think we should have gave number two a buffer year personally because yeah xander's been here for 10 years and blah 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 uh but generally i remember the only guy that i was really like really someone's wearing that number already was nomar when nomar left i can't remember who came after him to wear it but at the same time i'm pretty sure a few years had passed it wasn't right away yeah no Um, i remember oh what was pinto i think it was pinto nick pinto or something like that punto and then Johnny Gomes for it. Johnny Gomes number five. Yeah. And the, by the time Johnny Gomes was like here, I think plenty of time had passed where okay, they're obviously not planning on retiring his number or anything. Not that they should. Uh, it's fine. I was super insulted by Manny getting like twenty four was handed out to Takashi Saito. I'm like, what the fuck is that? And then David. <laughs> oh then David man, Price. there's a remix. I know. Huh? I forgot he was with the Red Sox, Saito. They gave Saito 24 the next, like, the second they could. Like, Takashi comes along, Takashi 6'9", Saito. They should have given him 6'9". <laughs> that would have been some crazy foreshadowing. Would it really have been? Yeah, I don't really care about numbers, though, personally. I mean, 
if okay, how about this? If you guys were in the pros, what number would you choose? That's a good question. Well, I grew up wearing eight for obvious reasons. So what I would be able... You're eight years old when you started playing? You know who wore number eight? Oh, uh for the Red Sox. Ed Williams, I don't right now. Close. He wore nine. Babe Ruth? No. Number eight. Who the fuck is that? It's the last person before Miggy to win a triple crown. Yastrzemski. Yeah. Uh, I was a big Yaz guy. Biz, big Yaz guy growing up. So I always wore eight. So I wouldn't be able to do that. But my backup was 13. For whatever reason, in every sport, is either eight or 13. Oh, yeah. 13, I mean, I always I did number five. Number five? Like, I, I, it's always interesting when it's like, it's like we clearly didn't grow up when, like, Yastrzemski was a player. But, like, I can hear totally about understand. Him. Like, yeah, it was always like eight, nine, and five were like the three magic numbers yep. for me at that point. Um, because I wasn't a pitcher, so like I would do like forty-five or something like that. Um, I'd probably go with like if I could do five. I, I mean, I'd still do five just because like I'm still, <laughs> uh, basically. I mean, I I I think I don't think like I I have any players other than Nomar that I like even have like that kind of attachment to. So I think it would I'd go five. But for whatever reason, I always ended up wearing number twenty-two. I, huh. I I can't remember why, though. but that was yeah no it's like kind of it like it, it looks nice aesthetically like the twenty two has a nice yeah design. sleek uh, that's the whole thing too exactly like it looks the same forwards as backwards it's it's it's, right. not, it's nice I was a big nineteen guy because I was uh was big into Gabe Kapler that age 13. yeah Gabe oh, Kapler I, li- was I like one Kapler of those, too. like weird that was a... guys that for whatever reason we just liked he just stuck out yeah I don't know yeah. I think it's because he was jacked. He, he and didn't like, play a lot, but he seemed like he always hit. Yeah, and he he had an intimidating presence in the box. You know, I mean, yeah, was, like if there was like a brawl, yeah. there was a brawl. Like that's who I want on my side. It's like him and like whoever the most psychotic relief pitcher is. Ron Nixon was always one too. Yeah. Okay. Here's a here's a good question for you. Yeah. Who? Give me your top three people you'd want in a brawl to back you up. Oh, for like a Red Sox. Um. Yeah, Red Sox players of our ooh. lifetime. I mean, I think Ortiz is like, I mean, just like freaking look at him. Like, yeah, I mean, that dude just survived yeah. an assassination attempt. I think he's gonna yeah, so so it, yeah. Uh, Papelbon because he choked out Bryce Harper. And I like closer, that. And closers Good are one. always freaking psychotic. That dude is definitely um, a lunatic and a legend, by the way. Copy Papelbon. Okay, we can't copy these, Ollie. Yeah, hang okay. on. I used to think of a third one though. Third to back of me up on that. Okay, and this is just again like intimidation factor. Do you guys remember Rod Beck? Yeah, it's like early two thousands, right? Yeah. So one, like, he's got he had like that mustache and like the mullet, like almost like Kenny Powers look. Um, yeah, looking him up, kind of fat. Yeah, and he's just he. Yeah, he just seemed like the kind of guy who would like. Oh yeah, actually have friends that were like bikers and would, like you know even if the guy <laughs> fucked me up, like his buddies would go to his house and stab him or something. So like I like I don't know like I'd want to have a guy like that just in case things don't go according to plan. That's a good um, one. Yeah, solid pick. Yeah, that's a, that's my three. I mean, there's some other like a Wapo would be cool to have, but I don't know how good a fighter he is. I don't, <laughs> he might take a couple punches or you know a couple hits, but I don't really know if he's going to deal any damage. That's good yeah, in a baseball yeah, brawl, though. Like, you need you need like a punching bag guy to get take the hits you, for you. Then you yeah. chop up top, pop right in the mouth. I'd want um, Veritek for obvious yeah, reasons. Great one, uh, Euclid, because oh. I just think he's a fucking beast. 
I just um, remember him tackling Rick Porcello. <laughs> yeah. And Rick didn't even want it. Yeah. Rick didn't even want the smoke. I nope. think Euclid is kind of like Mike Vrabel, where he's just <laughs> always going to be in shape forever. Mm-hmm. So that also helps. And then the third one. You. You can give you a Yeah, yeah. I need like some type of wild card. Joe um, Kelly. Relievers, man. Joe Kelly is a good yeah. one. Joe Kelly. But I'll leave that to Steve. That's a Steve guy. Um, I'll take uh, I'll take Reese McGuire because that guy's not ashamed of anything. No, hope his wing out right in front of you. Yeah, he exactly. <laughs> he's not afraid to fight dirty. No, he'll self defeat. He's there. <laughs> he just like has it out. He's like punching the guy with his other hand. He is excited. And that's yeah, you're gonna hit me now. Come on. Yeah, exactly. Just pull his pants down. I, I need a wild card, something unpredictable. That's my guy. That was good. That was a good choice. <laughs> I think so. Number one for me, no doubt, Trot Nixon. I want Trot Nixon just storming out of the dugout, 100 miles an hour, half bald with a baseball bat. You know, he's coming swinging. Uh, let me see. I want to say Joe Kelly, but it's kind of generic. I'm not gonna go. I'm not gonna say Joe Kelly because that's just like it's so obvious. I, I actually have that picture framed and signed on my wall. So that's, first of all, that's that's amazing. I had I would um. That's the only game that I've been to where a brawl happened. Um, which, you saw it happen? One, which was, I was, I did not have good seats for it. I was, we were like all the way in like, like not, you like the, you know, like the really shitty grandstand seats that are actually worse than the bleacher seats. It yes. was one of those. Yep. But I was at that game for it. That was all that was available for like Red Sox Yankees. That is so cool. That's my dream to be at a, a, a brawl game. It, it seriously is. Imagine having seats like, um, like Ollie's at a brawl game. And they're all like coming at you, like yeah. They, they're all just they, like there. You can hear you can hear the fists like uh, clacking. Yeah, no, it can be badass. Remember the you remember the Johnny Cueto fight when he was on the Reds and they fought the Cardinals. Uh, it was um. I don't think I remember that. It, it started one. off with like uh, Brandon Phillips and Yachty kind of talking shit, and then next thing you know, like Scott Rowland's part of it. They're all fighting and shit. Brandon Phillips, Red Sox guy, could have fit Red our Sox legend our game. Yeah. But by the end of it, Cueto was had his back against the wall, or, or like the the net, the netting. And he was kicking outward, and he actually kicked Jason Larue in the head. And that ended, ended Larue's career, didn't? Yeah, it? yeah. But that was like right where Oliver was sitting, like you know, in you know, Great American Ballpark. But like, imagine being in those seats and hearing that shit. Like, yeah, you hear the concussion. That wow, <laughs> you hear his career end, everything he worked for over. Jeez. Well, that took a a, a turn for the dark. Uh- <laughs> That's What's okay. your favorite brawl? What's your favorite Hold on. brawl? I've got a quick transition before. Whoa, hey. yeah. See, he's ready. He's ready to. He's ready to place some bets. Get a home run hitter going tonight. And so at hand, if you weren't, oh, if you weren't aware, SSBT is now presented to you by DraftKings. Get in on the NBA action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. New customers can make a five dollar pregame. Moneyline bet and score $150 in bonus bets if their team wins. Download the app now and sign up with code SSBT. That's code SSBT only at DraftKings. Gambling problem? <laughs> call 1-800-GAMBLER in Massachusetts. Call 800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.com. Org. In New York, call 877-8-H-O-P-E-N-Y or text HOPE-N-Y 
in Kansas, call 1-800-522-4700 on behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. I'm almost done. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after insurance opt-in required. One bonus bet issued based on amount of initial losing NBA bet eligibility, wagering, and deposit restrictions apply. Terms at DraftKings. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. That's a mouthful. First time reading. I think I did okay. You have a wonderful speaking voice. Thank you. (laughs) I was was a phenomenal actor in high school, too, believe it or not. Um, Gilly's here for the closing five, six minutes here we got. He was able to to join us just in time. I stole the ad read magic from him, but that's okay. No, you you killed it. Even the, the special Kansas one that that still perplexes me as to why Kansas is singled out. But hey, we're rolling with it. We're rolling with what we've been given. I like it. <laughs> How you guys doing? Good. We were what just good? talking. We we're just drafting our Red Sox brawl team. Ooh. Yeah, give us your top three people that you'd want to back you up in a brawl. Red Sox only though. Okay. Not um, current. Anytime. Anytime. Yeah. Anytime. I would say I'll go lame. I'll go, I'll go big poppy first. You just need a big, big guy. Yep. Then I'll, I'll go a little different. I'll go scrappy. I'll go Dustin Pedroia second. Oh, that's <laughs> a good one. We missed I want a low man. I want to take out the legs of somebody. And then, oh, you know what? And then I'm going to go, I'm just going to go vintage here too. I'm not going to go, I could have gone older, but uh, give me Trot. He's not afraid of anything, right? Nice, the dirt He's dog. hats. He didn't care. I just realized with like if it could be any era, like you gotta put Ted Williams on there, right? The guy was like uh like a fighter pilot, like <laughs> yeah. like he has a military it, training. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Absolutely. No, good point. Throw in like Jimmy Fox, why not? You come out you know, choking on a steak. <laughs> I don't have perception how big I, I, those dudes are though. That's Jim my, Rice that's is right. a big dude too. Jim Rice? Jim Rice. Jim Rice, big guy, douchebag, but big guy, probably be good to fight. <laughs> Wait, douchebag, why? Hey, he was just a douchebag at Winter Weekend to me. That's so. Uh, so was Robbie Scott. Fuck him. He's not. We're not related anymore. Twice <laughs> <laughs> removed. <laughs> He's been replaced by a new Scott. A Scott Steven with the same Scott, first yeah. name. <laughs> we've uh, we've morphed into one. All right, we've got a couple. What if you minutes actually left. were that Stephen Scott, dude? If oh. I w- dude, I want to ask him to like switch lives. Just like, you want to become a plumber, <laughs> please. Freaky Friday situation. Yeah, I'm gonna. Dude, I followed him immediately. I tweet him out all the time. He likes my tweets. Won't follow back. It's like, bro, just follow me. I'll be your biggest fucking fan. I swear to God. I'm getting his jersey. If he makes it, oh my God. What number did he wear in spring training? Is it a cool number or what? Probably not if he's, I feel like he was a non-roster invitee, right? Or, or at least like a non-40 man. Where's he on the 40 man? I don't think he is. He's not on the 40 man. Okay, okay. Not so yet, he did get he did get a non roster invite, so uh, which was he was like one of three dudes at Double A that got that. So good good for him there. I do want to ask you, Ed. We are seventeen games into the season. The Red Sox are sitting at eight and nine. How do you feel now, and how do you feel about them going forward? I know it's early, but give me your biggest yeah. overreaction too. 
Okay, my biggest overreact, like, 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 my overreaction is in like, I'm like, you should do this now, or like, what I'm seeing other people say, and I'm like, why are you overreacting to this? Uh, just like of what you've seen so far, this guy is going to be terrible. This guy's going to be great. This was a bad deal. Yeah. It was something like that. I'm really not happy with Christian Arroyo right now. I think um, that's the one that I'm kind of the most down on because weirdly enough, Yu Chang, I'm I'm actually pretty okay with him just because he makes all the plays at shortstop, like. After seeing Kike make, like, all those errors, it's like, yeah, whatever. If he, like, just plays good defense and hits an occasional home run like the other day, like, yeah, Yucheng's great. Um, it really says more about the state of the middle infield than yeah. anything else. But <laughs> yeah, Arroyo, it does. Like, just, yeah, I, Arroyo just has, like, it's very frustrating because it's, like, for all of these years, it's been like, oh, if he could just stay healthy and he had, like, a, a steady role, like, he'd be, like, a 280-15 home run guy. And he has that opportunity, and so far he's healthy, and you know, two weeks in, so it's like a small sample size, but he just he just hasn't looked good. Um, so that I'm pretty concerning down. is they just got done with a big stretch of lefties and he didn't do anything. Yeah, they kind of needed him to to hit yeah. lefties, considering like uh, you know, some of the other guys there. Um, also, overreaction is this finally the Alex Verdugo breakout year? Can we just like <laughs> talk about how good he's looked for a second? Like, yeah, he's dude, been great. Dude, just keep him as a leadoff hitter. Keep him as a leadoff hitter. He like obviously likes to take pitches more when he's doing that. And he hasn't hit like a ton of extra bases, but he's getting on base so much and like the contact's been pretty hard. Like more of that. Like I I hope I hope he can maintain it because I uh, I, I like Doogie and I've been waiting for him to hit like 320 since he got here and mm. he's been making me look stupid. So <laughs> I'm with so you on that like one. That. I've been I've been texting Oliver pretty much every day, just a bunch of rude things because I have him in fantasy. But uh <laughs> Yeah, I, I believe I'm I'm with I'm with the Verdugo breakout. I think you know what How much I think do you think we give him or if we extend him or sign him. Hmm. Um, I give him something similar to what Benintendi got, like the 75, which I thought was an overpay for Benintendi, but I think Verdugo's a little Not he's, as he's bad a different as the player, but I think, Nemo. Yeah, no. I think he's more like even I think what we've seen from 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 Verdugo is his floor. Like he's like a 280 11 home run 30 doubles guy like his worst year like you can that's fine like whatever but i think that he has it in him to win a batting title so yeah that's what i'd go for for him that would be cool i think we are out of time this week ed but we'll have you back on again soon thank you for joining us yeah uh, just let me know let me let me know what this is one of my you you know i will i will advertise you guys as much as i possibly can y'all are my favorites (laughs) You're you're the man, bro. Love you, Ed. Appreciate you coming on. SSBT is out for this week. Gilly came in last minute. Appreciate it. Steve, thanks for coming back, and we'll see you guys next week. Yo, yo. Remember this shit? The outros? The intros? You know what? Let's bring it back for old time's sake. How you guys doing? Shout out to my brother, G-Baby. Listen in for me. I love you, G-Baby. Shout out to my brother, Lance Legier. Newly married. Shout out to Yana. Shout out to me. I couldn't be at the wedding for obvious reasons, but I would have loved to have been there. You know what I'm saying? But it's all good. Took a little break from Small State Big Takes, and I'm back now. I can't commit to every week right now. I'm still not finished with my uh, plumbing shit. Quite literally. But... I'm so happy I made it back this week. It was perfect. Got Gilly back on near the end. Shout out to my brother Josh. I haven't even been on a podcast with him since he had his child, which is amazing. The miracle of life. In the meantime, 
Plumber Radio has dropped. It was always hyped. It actually did happen. And as of today, Plumber Radio is on Apple Podcasts too. So if you want to listen to Apple Podcasts, check it out. Plumber Radio, presented by House Enterprise, by the way. We got a lot of good things coming up now. You know, sometimes you need to take a little break, reassess your life. I'm still in that zone sometimes, but things are do- getting better. You know what I'm saying? Baseball's back. The homies are all around. Vibes are getting positive. The sun's out. It's all you need is a little bit of sunlight, a little bit of friendship. G-Baby knows what's the fuck's up. Lance Legier calls me, FaceTimes me on the day of his wedding. Lancey Pants, that meant the world to me, bro. I texted you, but I fucking mean it, bro. You're a good dude. Lancey fucking Pants. Listen to this shit right now on the plane home from Disney World. I know it. Shout out to my boys. James Murphy went to opening day with my boy James Murphy. Hitting tanks in the softball league. I saw you working for the Westerly Town yesterday. It's my boy. Who else listened to this far? I kind of forgot. Jake Ruth. I know you're not listening, but shout out to you, bro. Happy one-year anniversary. Shout out to all my married homies out there. Yo, if I had a Magic Conch show right now, and I was SpongeBob, I'd look at my Magic Conch and say, Yo, am I ever getting married? And the answer probably would be, Maybe someday. And that's A-OK with me. I don't even know. <laughs> That's the dumbest thing I ever said. But shout out to all my homies listening to Small State Big Takes to this day. Shout out to House Enterprise. Will Tondo in the fucking house. Shout out to my brother Jake Zimmer. Balls and Bruce. And one more time for old time's sake. Fuck McPuff.